0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And obviously, all the things that are going on in the economic policy front, it's all of our business, and when it comes to talking about these issues, I I really enjoy visiting with Casey Mulligan, uh, former chief economist for the President's Council of Economic Advisors and economics professor at the University of Chicago and uh, author of a fascinating book about uh, Donald Trump, which, uh, before we get started, uh, why don't you take a minute to to mention the book and how people can uh, get that, and then we'll get into our topic today. And welcome.
1: Yeah. hey uh, Kevin. I have a... Website yourhiredtrump.com, where I have excerpts from the book, and and you can click to buy it. And uh, President, uh, former President Trump's back in the news um, with some of the same things I I discuss in the book. You know how he makes a little sacrifice for himself to get his opponents to do things that uh, serve him politically, and arranging social networks. How good he is at that. and i think what's happened around the mal malargo visit of the fbi has been uh, right in line with the type of strategy he employed when i was there and i described in the book yeah
0: yeah absolutely it does line up with that uh let's talk about um the the you know the the so-called uh, Inflation Redu- reduction act you know i i think i've mentioned before that I used to work in Washington, D.C. I was an aide to a U.S. senator and looked a lot at public policy and was involved with think tanks. You know, and if you wanted to find out what a bill didn't do, all you had to do was look at the title of the bill. <laughs> and that was essentially the case with this uh, legislation. It's it actually a very pro-inflation bill, I think.
1: You're right. Um, there's a silver lining there, which is, uh, turned out that title was illegal. Um, so oh, the Senate, before the Senate could pass it they had to get rid of that title um, because they're under some rules that says um, they can only put in there things related to the budget and that bogus advertising was, was determined to be unrelated to the budget so it was taken out there you go although the media
0: never I've never changed the rhetoric around it did it? it just continued part, to yeah. use that yeah. they have no rules so they, they'll keep saying it <laughs> So let's talk about it. I mean, to me, it is you know it it reminds me a lot of uh, what uh, Thomas Sowell said about uh, uh, Obamacare. You know, to him, he said it's fascinating to me that people in government can sit there and see that Obamacare will add layers of expenditures to health care, and yet they think it's going to be economically beneficial to people. That's really a lot of a lot of what we've seen in this in this bill.
1: That's right. You know, it has it has some significant taxes in there. Um, and that, and they haven't hidden that in the sense that they say it's re- reducing the deficit. That's not quite right because, of course, they overestimate um, how much revenue they'll get from their new taxes as, as businesses recoil and respond to that. Um, they also underestimate how much their programs are going to cost. But there's everyone knows that there's, revenue gainers in there. Um, And the big one is increasing the corporate tax rate um, by creating an alternative minimum tax. Many of us know that from the personal uh, income tax return. Well, now it's going to be part of the business income tax return as well. And that by itself I estimate will reduce – because it's going to reduce business formation – um, and distort this business, business formation away from the corporate form and into other areas, um, it's going to reduce wages by about a half a, a percent, um, which adds up to $1,000 or so um, per household.
0: Yeah. At a time when we're still struggling with a lot of inflation. In fact, you know, it seems like this month was better than than what we've seen, largely in one area, which is gasoline, uh, you know, gas costs. Uh,
1: but we're still struggling with inflation. Yeah, and there are uh, some of the other taxes in there. There's four taxes on fossil fuels: um, one on on oil, uh, you know, petroleum; another one on natural gas; uh, one on coal. And the, the fourth one, I'm forgetting at the moment. Um, so that's going to, you know, hurt production, um, increase prices of and anything that uses those sorts of energy, um, including electricity. Um, mm-hmm. And that that especially hits the low-income consumers. It's of course well known that the share of the budget that the low-income people spend on energy is, is higher than for the high-income people.
0: Of course. Yeah, it's one of those, whatever's essential, uh, the the, uh, lower income people are paying more for you know, a, a more of their budget for is a better way of putting it. And, and this essential, essential, obviously, that uh, is going to be a bigger part of their budget. Um, it's kind of uh, the luxury of being affluent, uh, not so much uh, the more you make. Talk a little bit, you know, you, you, you did a study on this. You did uh, a report on this. Talk a little bit about the scope of the report and some of your findings. You've already mentioned some of them, but, but kind of give us a sense of it.
1: Well, I... Went through the whole bill, uh, the, the initial version. There were some amendments um, a couple of days ago. I think it was Sunday. Um, but went through the whole bill and kind of categorized it in economic terms. And, you know, from it, especially from thinking about macro numbers like income per household or GDP or employment, um, I'm, I'm kind of looking at everything through a lens, well, does this – encourage work or discourage work? Does this part of the uh, law, does it encourage business formation or discourage it or distort it? Um, does it make workers more productive or less productive? And those are the kind of the different lenses that I look at each provision with. Um, And the major provisions in there was uh, the the corporate AMT. The carried interest was uh, of some importance. That that was eliminated but replaced with something similar, a stock buyback from the perspective of these broad incentives that are similar. Expanding the IRS, that's going to increase tax collections both on business and individuals. Um, There are price controls on drugs, going delivered through the Medicare program, which is a major, major part of the drug market. And that's that's also a hidden tax. Uh, it doesn't go into the tax part of the code, but it's a hidden tax because it's linked to um, what commercial plans pay, people who aren't on Medicare, which is most of us who are non-elderly. That's the type of plan we pay for. So, the drug companies are in this position. the more that they can charge they charge the commercial plans, the more they can charge Medicare under these price controls. so it's going to look like we're paying a, a tax on our uh, drug plans our premiums will go up, something like that mm-hmm. um, and then another big one, not new, but it's the Affordable Care Act being expanded um and what that really does is discourages full time work because um you, it has very generous subsidies for insurance, but you can't get those. It's, essentially, anyone with a full-time job can't get those subsidies. Uh, once you give right. up that full-time job, even if you're pretty uh, well off, you know, maybe eight, nine, ten times the federal poverty line, you can get it. The trick is don't be in that full-time job. So that encourages early retirements, longer unemployment spells, and things like that, uh, delays of people, younger people getting into the workforce. And then finally got the green energy programs, which are really tough on productivity because they're taking funds and activities and resources away from things that we're good at, like discovering new drugs and putting it into things that we're not so good at, which is making electricity out of wind or electricity out of sunlight. Um, Those are low productivity, maybe environmentally worthy, but low productivity activity. So I, I put all those together and I concluded that will have maybe employment reduced by about 900,000, uh, on GDP reduced by about 1.2%, which translates into household income losses on an annual basis. Every year there will be household incomes will be on average 1300 lower. Wow. That yeah, that definitely and that report is it. at is at Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com um, where they have different reports about pending legislation, and, and I authored this one.
0: We'll also have a link to that over at uh, pricesbusiness.com. We'll make sure we have a link to that. So, you know, and again, it all adds up. And There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I, I was really kind of surprised that uh, someone from uh, Arizona and mansion from West Virginia uh, got on board this, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a political expert, but I was surprised for that. I mean, one of the taxes in there is on coal, and a lot of people in West Virginia, including the other senators, are very upset about that. Um, now, Manchin tries to sell it to say, well, I'm going to use the revenue to uh, help out retired coal workers, um, but still West Virginia seems pretty... Pretty upset, so that that was a surprise, and and of course, cinema had said she's not going for new taxes, but we have plenty of new taxes in in this bill, at least as the one that the Senate passed it hasn't passed the House yet.
0: Yeah, you know, and and, and so typical of these bills is that um, the, the so-called benefits, the the good stuff, <laughs> as they say happens four or five, six years from now. They're projected further out. Nothing good in the short term, which, uh, you know, it, it's pretty classic. Uh, how many times have we heard over the decades that deficit reduction will happen for this bill after X number of years, and it hasn't happened, In the fact that deficits always get worse. There's a whole lot of that kind of shell game in this.
1: I agree with you, and perhaps the biggest instance of that, is the are the climate elements um schumer who was the kind of a leader around this in the senate he came out and said well it's going to reduce uh carbon emissions by 40 percent um even if you take him at his word of course he's exaggerating he's a politician that's his job but even if you assume he's not exaggerating (laughs) they uh a big part of the climate uh Progress, as they would put it, was actually struck from the bill during the amendment uh, period. So um, you're looking at in the hundreds of dollars per ton of carbon abated, and people who follow this, even Obama said, "Well, what's it worth to abate a ton of carbon? It's worth about 50 bucks." Well, this this bill, even by their estimate, is going to cost us in the hundreds of dollars and. Again, they're probably too aggressive, and maybe it's in the many hundreds of dollars per ton. So we're way overpaying for an environmental benefit. uh, And that, like you said, that's a typical, typical Very, very,
0: very typical. And, uh, you know, I I guess I'm assuming someone like Manchin in particular, uh, because uh, he is much more seen than uh, seminar as the, um, you know, Mr. No of the Senate. (laughs) You know, no one wants to be that. Got to give the administration something. I don't know. It seemed very strange for me from a political perspective, and and uh, I was really curious uh, about that. So what's your uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, you know, he, he, ironically, you know how Washington works. Wins are wins, regardless if the net results are negative. And so uh, we've only heard for months and months that Biden has needed any wins, and fortunately for Biden, this has happened in August, and so we're not really going to see the full negative consequences until after the mid elections, so he can run on this as a win, even though I think in the long-term or even short-term, it's going to be anything but. Uh, but you know, w- w- what do you think? You're not a political guy. I get that. But this, uh, you know, what does what, what do the Democrats do with a policy achievement like this?
1: Well, uh, I, I think the most interesting change politically will be around the uh, the drug manufacturers. Their business has been changed. Um, you know, we've seen in a lot of other industries when you have a regulated public utility you know, electric company or a phone company, and and the regulators are telling them what they can charge. Um, we see w- often what happens is the regulated take over that process because uh, they have the expertise on how the industry actually works. So the drug companies are going to have to reorient themselves to, be, to get their hands into the regulation process. Um, and, they're going to become different companies. I mean, they're going to reduce emphasis on discovering new things, and especially the blockbusters, and learn how to control the pricing and and what's allowed. Um, we've seen that in a big way in the tobacco industry, that they became heavily regulated, and you know they, they, those companies changed dramatically. They're basically law firms, uh, first class law firms. Um, yeah. and, and, and pharma is going to have to do something like that. And that's, that's going to be a big change, something of intense interest for even us and savers and investors who, in our portfolio, we have drug companies. Well, they, they may keep their name, but they're going to be a pretty different company. Yeah, absolutely. And all of that goes back to what we ta- started off
0: with, with, uh, with, what Thomas Sowell said. All that does is add layers and layers and layers of expense which never reduces the cost of things. Uh, It's really simple economics. You know, it's fascinating to me all right uh, again we love having Casey Mulligan on the show he's on every month uh, he is with the University of Chicago his website is yourhiredtrump that's y-o-u-r-e hiredtrump.com his book really needs to be read it's one of the few balanced books out there he certainly uh, favors the pres- uh, former president on policy issues but also uh, exposed a lot of issues that came with that administration so really good book always love having you on thanks for being with us thanks kevin we'll talk soon i'm kevin price this is the price of business